This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18+, plus. rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome to the Chelsea Fancast to the special, I say special, but I mean, we, we kind of do it as a separate show occasionally when we have loads of emails and it's cool. And we have loads of emails tonight. Uh, it is called In Off The Post. I am Stanford Chidge and I have the one of the world's finest voice artists to read your a- emails uh, for you. And he is called Martin. No, sorry. Jonathan Kidd. Oh, 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 oh. I was about to do that gag and saying, who are you getting in then? I know. We, what we do have, I mean, usually it's just me and you doing this shift. We've actually got, we've managed to persuade Martin to hang around for it, haven't we? Yeah. yeah he can chip in, take yeah. the onus off us. I'll do my best. Well, I was thinking actually, you know, because normally we're, we we just make fatuous, stupid gag type comments to people's brilliantly thought out emails. They'll actually get some analysis tonight, so there should be they should be jolly grateful for it. So there, there might go. be there might be some pithiness as well. Depends on the content. I hope I've, so. I've, I've not read any of them, so we no, should see. No, there we go. Uh, so there we go. Another of we though. No, no, ah. we never read them, Martin, beforehand because it's funny when they when they say something really stupid that we can't understand, and it just makes us look stupid so it's great anyway jk the first one is from john morgan john morgan john morgan he's a jonathan isn't he john is a j-o-n could be let's have a go here we go excuse me having a burp um uh john morgan here we are dear chidge sorry i stopped doing that voice um dear chidge jonathan and guests it says, well, we normally only have one guest. And in this instance, it just so happens to be Martin Wickham. Um, despite feeling somewhat bewildered by the frequency and the financial scale of our transfer market activity, which is fun, though, isn't it, John? It's fun. I have to confess, feeling fairly delighted that Liverpool's attempts to gazump our signing of M- Mo- Moises. Is Moises mean Moses? I suppose it does. Uh, Moises, Caicedo. I'm waiting for the, for, the, for the Moises off gag. Oh, clever. God, Chidge, tonight. Blimey. That one with the Oriola one as well. God, bloody hell. 
um, were thought um, uh, signing of Moses Moises Caicedo were thwarted because Caicedo didn't want to play for them. He wanted to play for us. Do you think he's he might be from New York? I was just thinking that, but I didn't want to Wait, say it. Hey, my hey Moises, Moises, Moises Caicedo, Moises Caicedo from man. Brooklyn. So he's not from Ecuador at all. He's from fucking Queens. <laughs> Yonkers, mate. Yonkers, Yonkers. I, I think you're right. I think you're right. Moises. Don't get your way to play for them, way to play for us. Great statement. Yes, Trish. Um, it's a great statement to start your Chelsea career and so much more meaningful than kissing the badge because it could so easily have blown up in his face. Well, it may have done with... <laughs> no, no, but I'm kid. I think this was just a, a one-off. I think he'll be... Because nah. I I, he came on... Half First night through. nerves, mate. Yeah, I really do. I think he's going to be great. Bring Rusty. I really, I really do. I'm, I'm, But I think the team needs to be built around him a bit. It's a bit like that. But we'll see, because we thought it was going to be built around Enzo. I think Enzo is going to be... One of the players they build around, but it'll be Moses. Moises. Moises. I think from now on, I can only go Moises. Um, it's to the tune Moises, of Brown. Moises. Yeah, Moises. 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 Hey, we'll end up to speak like that. Moises. Come on, Moises, for fuck's sake. It's the tune of Brown Girl in the Ring by Boney M, which I guess shows hey, my Hang on. What, 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 we got a song here? Got a song. Bloody yeah. hell. He hates Liverpool. Moises. The trouble is, you got Moises then becomes too little in terms of scansion, doesn't it? Moises, Caicedo. If we're going, Moises, Moises. I think we're the only ones. Moises, Caicedo. He hates Liverpool. Do it in the style of New Yorker. That's what I was doing. Oh, was it? Moises Caicedo. No, so it needs to be there for, hey, hey, hey. Boney M are always um the, the women's but he hates Liverpool. Moises Caicedo. Um he hates Liverpool. Moises Caicedo. Oh he's written two O's O's here, Johnny. Uh, oh, he oh, hates oh, Liverpool. Oh. Moises Caicedo. He said fuck off club. I wanna play for Pochettino. It, it's quite good. It's a bit the, the last line, he said fuck off club, I wanna play. It's almost too many words, isn't it, for getting round the, the heads of the the uh, the singers. He said, fuck off, Klopp, I want to play for Pochettino. It's a bit too... He said, fuck off, Klopp, I want uh, I want Pochettino. You can, if you lose the he said. He, yeah, fuck off, Klopp, I want to play for Pochettino. Fuck off, Klopp, I want to play for Pochettino. Lose the Pochettino, play for Mopo. I want to play for fuck off, Klopp, I want to play for Mopo. Eh, that works. Yeah. Works, but I think I think the editing is it's almost likely to... Get in the way of it, you know. What about fuck Klopp? I want to play for Mopo. Oh God, I want to play. We'd great if it was if it was just chanted like that. He hates Liverpool, Moises Caicedo. He hates Liverpool, Moises Caicedo. He oh. hates Moises Caicedo. Fuck up, Klopp. I want to play for Pochettino. Yeah, that's it. Put a cap that's in a his ass. That's Put a, a cap in his ass. Yeah. Put it in the can. Lovely. I think we've descended into madness. Yeah. <laughs> Quite happily, by by all accounts. But there you go. Yeah, we've lost about fifty percent of our listeners. Of course, we have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate those Moises to pieces. Anyway, uh, he, there is a bit more to this email. Uh, yeah, he, I hope you can make it work. And thanks for all you do for the pod, on the podcast, Johnny. Well, I, I don't think I did make it work, and uh, I mean, you may not be wanting to listen anymore, John. We, we may we you. may have made it work. Maybe, and a bit we've of lost judicious 50. editing by moi. 
We've lost 50%. No, I'm only pulling your leg. Uh, 10%. Uh, anyway, uh, we've got another email from uh, Michael LaBeouf. Murray. It's like Shay LaBeouf, isn't it, on the on the American theme? Anyway, uh, dearest Stamford Chidge and Duke of Kid. Duke of Kid. And guest, if applicable. It's not if applicable, it's Martin Wickham tonight. So there you go. Uh, hope you're well. Just a quick email to let you know I've managed to get me and my dad a ticket for the AFC Wimbledon game. Woo! Well done. Uh, we're sitting in the East Upper, so I might even bump into the main... Uh, the man himself, JK. Well, you'll be able to throw things at him because he does sit quite near the front in the east middle. So if you go down to the front of the east upper, you can throw things at him. It's right in the middle as well. If you're in the east upper on the left or the right, you, I'm a bit far away. Yeah, so there you go. Um, I'm also hoping to meet a few other fancasters in the cock and I'm going to purchase my first fanzine from DJ and Marco Stall. This is utterly brilliant. Michael, I have I have some slightly sad, well, sad from my point of view, really, not probably not yours, but I will not be at the AFC Wimbledon game because I'm afraid it's a, it's a midweek game and I work until 8 on Tuesday and, well, I work till 7 on a, on a Wednesday now, but it's, I can't get up there and I can't, I can't uh, long me clients off, as you might say. But uh, So I will not be there. But, Martin, there should be a, a few of us in the cock, should there not? Well, I won't be there either because I'm working You're till late as well. Dan will be there. Dan's always there. You can always rely on Dan. Dan will be there. Maybe Tony. Well, Tony's in France, isn't he? I think he is, isn't he? Is it Belgium? Or was that just the beer he was no, drinking? No, no. He'll be, he'll, be uh, he'll be in France. Um, look, mate, sorry about that. But do try the, the, the garden in the cock. That's where the fancast mob hang out. Dan will be there. I'm sure he'll be there. Anyway, what's all of your opinions on Rhys James? I'm thinking of putting him in midfield. Uh, as the Ask Gravy stats show, he played more games in that position for Wigan on loan. I think maybe his hamstring just can't cope with the running. I think he would be a perfect six as we just bought as we just bought number six for 115 million, even though my missus thought it was 15 million. And thanks, Tommy, tis sexy the man. I, what? What? And thanks. Oh, thanks, Tommy is. I'm not sure if I can work that Tommy out. Tommy T is. Oh, right. Sorry. There's no gap between the T and the is. Thanks. Tommy Tiz. Yeah. And thanks, Tommy T is sexy. The man had ears bigger than the FA Cup, not my cup of tea. Um, well, actually, oh, I'll just finish it. Last, any news on when, oh, right. Well, when that next installment of 50 Years of Chelsea will be all the best and up the Chelsea, Michael LaBeouf Murray. Well, Reese James, we mentioned this on the show, didn't we, JK, a few weeks back. And I, I actually yeah. think that's a cracking idea he did brilliantly at Wigan as a number six I think if his hammies or whatever his knees or whatever is dodgy which means he keeps getting injured I would put him in there but yeah I mean Michael's right we've now spunked 15 million, 115 million on on Kai Sado so that kind of negates that I, I just don't see it happening I mean unless Pochettino's far more uh genius like than we think but I, I don't see it happening but I think it could work um yeah not, not, I, yeah, I don't yeah, think. No, happen. Martin, what uh, do you reckon? I don't think it's going to happen, and I'm not convinced. I think big difference between playing for a Premier League side and playing for a team that was struggling at the bottom of the Championship, stroke League One, which is when he was in that position at Wigan. Yeah, okay. I think, well, well I don't think it'll ever happen anyway. But I, I, I've got a suspicion it might. You know, but there we go. Uh, I don't think you get to play any more for a 
Premier League side because your legs don't work for you. you no, know? but I mean, it is very demanding. Wing back is an incredibly demanding role, as is a right back who has to bomb up the right. And if he is slightly susceptible to that, a more holding role, he can pass. He can, you know, he's he's got it all, Reese James. You know, so I think he could. I think he would excel there myself. But anyway. I ain't managing the the team, so it's irrelevant, really. I think it was thirty years ago, possibly. But yeah. all right, okay. Sorry, Michael, I'm with you, mate. Even if these two don't, so there we go. Anyway, uh, it's uh, another email from Mr. Ian Burgess, who I don't know if he's still in the house actually, um, but uh, he was earlier on in Mixler. Mr. Chidge, Mr. Two Minute, that must be me. Are they referring to your fan bite or something we should know about? Thing we should know about. I don't want to discuss it. Only okay. Ian. Okay. All right. Say no and, more. Secret safe with me. Team guest, who of course is Martin Wickham. Uh, brief one. Number one, excellent transfer window. Agreed. Getting rid of the incredible bulk will be pretty much will pretty much top it off. Is that going to happen? We don't. We, we haven't mentioned that at all. Is he, is he just farting about? Is he signed? Is he playing for for um, Inter Milan? Is he playing for them? What's no, he doing? He's, no, he's, he's, he's not. He's not at Inter because he managed to piss off everyone there. He's yeah. meant. He, he by saying he wanted to go to their arch rivals Juventus, and, whose fans don't want him there, and the Saudi option Al Hilal have said fuck this and signed Alexander Mitrovic instead. So he either goes to Juventus very quickly, or we're stuck with that lummox. Wow. Anyway, if we get a new keeper and striker, <laughs> I may have a trouser-related crisis. I love it. I love it. I would love to have a trouser-related crisis, not with you, Ian, but I'd love to have a, a bit pointless if you're only two minutes. To be fair. That's true. Yeah. No, I mean, it could be a, a really enjoyable two minutes. Though. Depending on the keeper, it's which end is the trouser-related crisis. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And which, which end is the striker. Um, number two, I like Lewis Hall, but I'm entirely comfortable if we sell him. Me too. Me too. We might regret it. Don't think we will. Probably won't. No. In the lexicon of youth we've sold in the past, I'm struggling to find one we really regretted. Yep. Damien Matthews is going to be the future. Indeed, he wasn't. Uh, went to Palace, didn't he? And Paul Hughes. Um, where did Paul Hughes go? Uh, Sunderland. Where did he go? Paul Hughes. Can't remember. Joe Derby. Ke- yeah, I think you may be right. Yeah. Paul Keenan. Joe, Joe Keenan. Say Joe Keenan. He just vanished, didn't he? And Josh McEachran. Ah, oh, McEachran, who was touted as being the future of English football for a period. Um, even Fick. That's Fickery, isn't it? And Tammy have not been sorely missed. I think because their uh, goal tally for Tammy has got less and less. But he's injured. Uh, and he's injured as well. There we have it. That's probably why his goal tally's got less and less. Because yeah. Um, number three, heading to the bridge for the Scouse game. I was for the first time in a long time overcome with the feeling of being genuinely sick. <laughs> Too many pies. Uh, no, or nervous. Um, full-blown churning stomach. Um, yeah. What can you take for that? Now that might have had something to do with the ah. <laughs> I've preempted your gay. That might have had something to do with the previous two weeks in a Mexican all-inclusive resort. But um, uh, what does one eat in an all-inclusive Mexican? Chimichangas. Is that was it? Anyway, not um, nachos. Chimichangas. But I blame. But it does. It was all right though. Better than all right. Fucking Twitter number four or X or whatever it's called. Fuck the influencers. All the best. Up the chels. Burge. Yeah. Burge. Burge is known as. I didn't realise that Ian Burgess was known as Burge, and I will now refer to you, Ian Burge, as Burge. As he's at uh, Mr. Ian Burgess in brackets, and he is Burge. Good. On Twitter, or X, as we should now call it. X, X Twitter. X 
Mexican's Twitter. Yeah. I don't know what the moral of that is, apart from avoid Mexican food, perhaps. Um, but I agree with you. I mean, the Lewis Hall thing is interesting, Martin, isn't it? I mean, I mean, Ian's probably right. I mean, we could probably name... I'm thinking, I was thinking back to the 90s, actually, and we had some pretty talented young players then that, that kind of made it and then got into it. I mean, John Harley, I remember, I thought he looked excellent. Ironically, a left-back as well, although Lewis is more midfield. But John Harley was great and didn't quite work out for him. There's so... I mean, you know, so this thing has been going on before Roman. You know, this was happening in the 90s as well and probably before that. So I, I fear that Ian is probably right. I don't know. It's just that I think Lewis looked so good last season in some of the games that he played for somebody so young. And I just think I'm a bit... I don't know. It's, it's the attachment, it, isn't it, to the it's youngsters? Him, it, it's him going and Cucurella staying, I yeah. think, seems to be the, the sticking point. It certainly is with me. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Ian, it's great. To, I know you're you're a fairly recent convert to... Uh, uh, the the fangers. I think the the funny thing about that Ian is that I've been following you on Twitter for eons, and I don't think you were following me, which is lovely actually. So uh, it's nice to actually have somebody come come around to listening to us uh, in in because I've always followed you on Twitter because I like what you have to say. So there you go. You tell it how it is, mate, and that's absolutely absolutely how it should be. Uh, right, somebody that we've known for a very long time, and we are very very fond of. Um, he does a sterling job uh, with for Chelsea supporters in Melbourne. And he's an absolute gent of a bloke, and it was it was I was delighted that uh, that we met up with him at one of the Troubadour gigs uh, last season. And he is Dan Thorne, and uh, he says, "Hello, Chidge, Jonathan, and the rest of the Pipkins gang." That means that Martin is tortoise. Okay, way before my time, guys. Does that mean you have your hand up his arse? Uh, no, no, I didn't do that. But um, what you, you actually to had is, to pay somebody to stick their hand up your ass. You know, they got paid. There's a word that. for that. What you need to say, Martin, is I've got a case of spooky dillos. If you say that, it'd be perfect. I'd you rather not. <laughs> nah, you're okay. Uh, I I won't try and steal your thunder. <laughs> Can I? Do you want me to try? Go you ahead. Could, you could say, "It's time." It's time. Do I, is that what you used to say? No, no, but not, that was what part of the uh, the clock would appear. And yeah. he, and I haven't watched it for about fifty years, so you know. Yeah, no, me neither. Me neither. Even <laughs> though I was in it, but yeah, it's time. Nigel Plaskett said that, and Nigel Plaskett played tortoise as well. All oh, right, okay. I was just the presenter. I was just the bloke. I was the human. I've got a person. case of the spooky dillos. Oh, Chidge, you are tortoise. I am. Wow. It's been said before, mate. Fantastic. You sound like you sat on something. It's my finest. It was my finest tortoise. That one. That was great. That anyway, was a great. Talk. I hope Dan enjoyed that. Uh, right, uh, Dan from Melbourne, Chelsea again. I know it's been a while. Well, not that long, Dan. I suppose maybe it's been a while since you've written in. But anyway, I'm going to start by saying thank you to you both for one of the two good memories I have of the season that will remain nameless. The memory being that of the wonderful event you hosted with Kerry Dixon at the Troubadour last October that I attended an hour after finishing a little run around London. That's right, I think Dan ran a marathon and then turned up to that. Impressive. Uh, also, a huge thank you to anyone from the Chelsea Fancast family who do, do, who donated to the charity I ran the marathon on behalf of. 
which I think was for a, a former member of the Melbourne Blues who may have died of leukemia or a blood cancer or something like that. My memory betrays me. But uh, the other good memory, and possibly Chelsea's only great performance last season, was my trip to the bridge a few days later to watch us demolish AC Milan. Yes, that was rather sumptuous. I do remember that. On to more exciting matters, the new season. The wholesale, wholesale clear-out of players has been on the cards for some time. And if we're honest with ourselves, this should have started after the Europa Cup win against Arsenal. Interesting point. The club needed to be brutal back then, and it wasn't. And we've seen the slow demise of the team since. I know this sounds a little dramatic, and we did buy some new players, brought you through, etc., etc. But there was a sense of malaise within the club. I also believe the Sarri ball hangover lasted longer than he did. We seemed to continue to play the sideways and backward passing style like it was a habit that was hard to kick. Granted, we had TT's fantastic win in Porto, but that win papered over cracks in the club. So, seeing I all... think you tried to interrupt, just say, I think that, that TT had an element of Sarri about him um, in that he didn't like the ball. He didn't like people shooting if the ball would rebound to come off and, and give her the opportunity. It's all of about the ball coverage, Jonathan. Counter-attack. He wanted. That's why he liked it going sideways. Even he liked doing that. Yeah. So I think there was a there was a touch of that similar coaching between Sarri and and Tuchel. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, so seeing almost the entire squad be replaced is not such a bad thing. Other than the 03-04 season, the club has always replaced a few players every year to keep the hunger and freshness of the squad going. But we've had a few full starts over the previous five or so seasons. You could probably say that Hazard coming to the club after the 2020-2012 Champions League win was the last really successful signing of note. Hmm, not so sure about that. We've carried players in the vain hope they would produce, they would produce and for whatever reason this never happened or happened in one, one game a season. Thus the clear out for me is refreshing and going for young, highly rated players with true potential is, is very exciting. I, like many, am not completely sure about the new owners yet, but as Jonathan has mentioned a number of times, these guys are businessmen and are here for success. So, like we did with Roman back in the day, we have to hope their chaotic plan comes together. They should have learned a lot from last season's car crash, and with Potter going next to uh, Danny Blancheflower on our list of what-the-fuck managerial appointments, they have fixed... <laughs> They are fixed with bringing in the former Southampton, Southampton boss. That all being said, it's great to have our Chelsea back and the genuine excitement seeing these players show passion for the badge club and most of all us, the supporters, fan and Chelsea tragics. Um, that is, you know what, that's a brilliant point that Dan makes there and we don't say this enough. Um, and I'll get you to comment on it in a minute, boys, but whatever else happens this season, even if they're a pile of pony old shit... There's more, there is more, kind of verve about the way that they play. They 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 seem to care about it, unlike the the tosspots last season who just didn't give a shit. And we won't get that from this lot. So I mean, the old adage was when we used to be shit. Where were you when you were shit, mate? Well, um, we had players who did actually give everything and played for us and the badge. They knew they were crap, but they still put in 100%. So a minimum requirement is that you put 100% in for us and the shirt. I think these lads will, uh, even if they end up not being good. So it's a very good point, Dan. Side note, I rarely, if ever, get to listen live to the show. But last Friday, due to being up at a stupidly early hour training for the Berlin Marathon, I was thoroughly entertained and informed by your wonderful show 
as well as distracted enough not to notice the distance I was having to run. Well, I'm very glad we managed to help out, Dan. Thanks again. Keep the blue flag flying high, Dan. So there we go, boys. What do you think? It's lovely to hear from Dan, isn't it? Yes, a very fine email. What do you indeed. think about his point about, uh, you know, papering over the cracks, getting rid of people is a good thing, should have done it sooner? Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I, I suppose the thing is, is even though we were shit on Saturday and it, you look, it looked a little bit similar to, on Sunday, I should say, yesterday, look, and looked a little bit similar to things that happened last season, there should be no comparison whatsoever because um, uh, the player who we thought should be associated with it, Sterling, is playing much, much better than he did. And the other one, Cucurella, at least doesn't appear to be getting a look in at all. Otherwise, um, other than Chile and Reese, who are both injured most of the season, it's, uh, it's a completely different team, which is what we wanted. So well, I uh, think I'd go back yeah, to that list. Let's be positive. Yeah, you know? I mean, remember yeah. that list I did in April? Yeah. You remember yeah. that, Martin? And I listed who should go. And to be fair to the club, everybody we wanted out, bar a couple of exceptions, as they, they, they've either got rid of or are in the process of getting rid of. So... I think just from that standpoint alone, yeah, we should be pleased. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely, Martin. Yeah, we needed to get the squad numbers down. That's for certain, but it's still quite bloated. Yeah. So there's a lot more to go, and we need to not be getting rid of players purely for the profit motive. It needs to be just getting them out the door because they're not good enough. That needs to be the driving factor. And they need to be replaced by you know better players. Yeah. On cheaper contracts i assume because that seems to be their, yeah. their their main accounting trick yeah i'd also take it let's take issue with the point about eden hazard been our last really successful signing of no um kante fabregas costa mm. silver done, done, silver yeah silver to a lesser extent but we've we've done okay a few times chili we've, we've whiffed a few times we've whiffed a, quite a few chili but yeah i'd say right. so but you know, given time, we've done. You know, Danny we've done drink okay. water. Fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> now you're taking a piss. Now I'm taking um, the piss. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's we've we've done good business since Hazard, so I just yeah. think that needs needs to point out. Let's not completely year zero things. Apart from Fabregas, I mean, you know, I'm very I'm very upset actually as as a as a whole that we have not uh, we have not signed. I mean, you know, all the way through Chelsea, we've had, a, you know, quite often one player, well, obviously not in the 80s so much, but, we, well, actually, no. I mean, in the 80s, the player would have been would have been Pat Nevin, so I'm, I'm still talking out of my arse. So ever since I've supported Chelsea, we've had at least one player with flair who could do something that others couldn't do. When Jonathan was growing up, it was, it was Charlie Cook. Uh, when uh, in the 70s, we had Ray Wilkins, I suppose, for a while. He would have come into that category. In the 80s, it was Pat. Uh, in the 90s, well, I mean, take your pick, you know, but you had you had players that could change a game, Rude Hullet, Luca Viali to neighbour two, and of course the best of all, Franco Zola. So we've always had players like that, or at least one player who can really turn it on, and, and, and Hazard, of course, continued that. Fabregas was a great creator. He should not be underestimated, but since then we haven't had a player like that, and we are fucking crying out for one, aren't we, Jonathan? Well, a player as, as who I, gets you out of your as, seat. As, as you know? I said earlier on, there isn't anybody to to um, get the juices flowing, That's is right. there? I want my juices to flow. I haven't had menopause yet. There's still life in the old dog yet, you know? So sort it out, Bowley. My left leg to twitch when I look at the t- telly. Is that what happens? 
to me, yeah. Yeah, okay. All right. So there we go. Dan, I mean, unbelievably lovely to hear from you. I hope all is well uh, in Melbourne. And say hello to our lovely mate, Mr. Russ. The lovely Russ. So there we go. Uh, JK. Uh, this is from Stephen Osborne, dear Chidge, and the pulchritudinous JK. Oh, Stephen. Do you know what pulchritudinous means, I'm... everybody? What was that? What was that? that the tortoise says. Uh, I've got well, help. I've got a bad case of spooky dillos. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's from the Latin palcudinar, meaning beautiful. Oh, it's beautiful. I think he was testing me, Stephen. Oh, you, Stephen, you naughty man. <laughs> um, eighth letter, second season of writing. Well done, mate. Third season of listening. Well done, mate. Thank you for continuing to put out these excellent podcasts, which have become as much a part of my week as watching the games. Each episode imbued with a genuine sense of... I feel out to speak in this accent with this. It's almost like a an artistic creation. Each episode is imbued with a genuine sense of Chelsea-ness, which, despite my being 3,237 miles away, it's very specific, Stephen, uh, brings the sights, sounds, smells and shithousery of the bridge into my life i've said shithousery he didn't I, do you know what before i do this show i have this special aftershave or eau de cologne or eau de toilette oh, created house? no well it yeah. should be because it's basically a mix of horse shit and uh, burgers and fried onions uh, just to make just sure that, i smell of football the smell oh, of football indeed indeed, indeed. shithouse the smell of football there was some lovely the ad um, campaign. You could do the voiceover for it, couldn't you? I'd love to Can do, you do the that. Over. Just really, I'll just do a bit of direction. Give me a give me a shit house. The shit smell house. of football. Ready? The okay. Smell. One, two, three. Count you in. One, two, three. Shit house. The smell of football. Oh, genius. genius. And I don't. I think it's a bit old fashioned that nowadays. Because yeah. nowadays, what you'd have is shit house. Smell of football. In fact, what you'd have nowadays is shit house. The smell of. Football. It's all gone a bit Christopher Walken. Yeah, it? no, it's called Christopher Walken. No, actually, what it would be, it would be, it, no, it, it would be shithouse, the smell of, I can't read that word. Yeah, yeah, it would be that nowadays, yeah. Well, we're so bitter, aren't we? We are bitter. We're, we're old. We are. We are. It's true. Martin's sitting there going, what the fuck have I walked into? Well, I don't work in the media, so I don't give a toss either way. Nope. <laughs> Fair but true. Anyway, here we are. Here we are. Sorry, yes. Each episode imbued genuine sense of Chelsea-ness, which, despite being 3,237 miles away, brings the sights, sounds, and alliterative smells of the bridge into my life. So this summer, we got to hook up with the US tour in Chapel Hill and Philadelphia for the games against Wrexham and Britton. Uh, Brighton. North Carolina and Philadelphia are not especially close to where we live in New Hampshire. In New Hampshire in New Hampshire, but whole family is proper Chelsea, so we had to, really. Simple plan, my wife, Chitana, is that right, or Chitana, and I, or Chelseaana, and I work remote, so we did not need to be stuck at home. And the three boys were done with school for the year, happy to skip summer jobs working in the supermarket, the pizza joint, and the Mexican restaurant for a couple of weeks, so we went all in. God, family outing, fantastic. Don't ever complain about the train from Winchester, Chidge. I won't have it. It was a 17-hour drive down the East Coast 
along the Appalachian Mountains and into North Carolina. Leaving home at 9 p.m. on a Friday night, we drove through the night in 90-minute shifts, stopped for coffee in Virginia, and were eating tacos and drinking beer in Johnson City, Tennessee, at lunchtime on Saturday. I love the way you, you, you got more and more south as you travelled south, actually. Thank you very much. Very clever. Bandit country. Hey. North Carolina. <laughs> North Carolina, North Carolina, we met up with the beep boys, that's London is blue, who did a fine job with a live fueled by Coors Light, powered by hot dogs. Not pod. quite the same, mate. Sorry, not quite, not the, quite same. the same. With Tom Roddy and Nizar. Who's Kinsella. Tom Roddy? Uh, some journalist for the Telegraph. Well, right. I don't know any of the journalists anymore. They, they've all got old like me and it's been replaced by young people that I don't know. We would have gone to the Fuel by Guinness, powered by Celery, Chelsea fancast. But apparently, they were at Lords. Who can blame well, them? Well, quite. Absolutely. We know what's what. We do. This was my first experience of a summer tour. While, of course, the football is meaningless, well, <laughs> the vibes were great. We met a bunch of players. We met a bunch of players at the Open Training. Mark Cucurella is a seriously lovely bloke. With an infectious smile. I cannot watch Brian Justman's poodle time memes on Mixler <laughs> again. I cannot hate the man, even though he is relatively shit at football. Well said, Stephen. I just hope and pray that whatever his family issues were, as revealed by pitiful Potter in January, he puts them behind him and starts to show us what he can do. Chidge, JK, these guys are just young men. Are you telling us, Stephen, we have to be, we have to be less yes. critical of them? Often living abroad. Be kind. Can you play your violin, please? Um, often. <laughs> often living abroad, away from family and real friends. Very well paid and occasionally annoying, but just well-meaning blogs. And it's a real eye-opener when you meet them at these types of events. Yeah. You know this from all the players you've met or are friends with from the 80s and 90s. Or in JK's case, the 30s. No. <laughs> But in JK's case, the 50s. Yeah, thank you. Thanks very much, Stephen. Yeah. Honestly, Stephen, JK was best mates with Tommy Lawton and Huey Gallagher. Yeah, hey, no, earlier than that, Fatty Folk. Yeah, yeah. He was yeah. Fatty Folk's warm-up man. I was, I was. I was his I was his fat replacement at the time. Yeah, um, Fatty Folk used to put him under his, his jersey. He did, yeah, yeah, he did, just to, to Bulk stop up, the shit. mate. Yeah. Um, in fact, it would have been actually, Stephen, it's sweet of you, in JK's case, the 60s. I think you were being amusing, but in actual fact, um, uh, uh, yes, Johnny Boyle was, uh, when he when we did the Troubadour with him, he was he was great. Um, he was, uh, he was, I was a bit awe, awestruck, actually. I was a bit in awe, oh, um, just because he was of very much of that era that I really loved when I first started watching football. Well, I, well, I first started taking it in, I should say quite difficult to take it in when you're a baby or you've gone with your dad when you're five and he's parked you on his knee for the whole of a game and you're watching just for the experience really of being in a stadium um and anyway jk's case the 50s uh -uh. but for some reason it really hit me anyway despite all that let's hope the wing commander stays fit and healthy for the foreseeable if uh, only not to have to see the blimmin poodle time meme uh, the Wrexham game was some spectacle. University North Carolina Stadium was full. It holds 50,500 people, which would make it the eighth biggest in the Premier League. This is a relatively minor college stadium. 
Over half the fans there were for the Wrexham. What a mad world. In Philly, where the Chelsea entourage was based, we again went to a fueled by Bud Light, powered by Corn Dogs podcast. And then to the game itself. Chelsea really did a nice job with low-key fan events. On the morning of the Brighton game, Gary Cahill had posted a tweet saying he'd be at the Rocky Steps for a 5K run at 9am. Was that instigated by Chelsea, do you think, Chich? Or was that a... Who knows? Who knows? Um, so this was the one morning our lot roused themselves and got out of the Airbnb and downtown before new, noon. There we were in our shorts and sneakers, plimsolls to you. Yes, I had a very, very nice pair of plimsolls with those little elastic bits on them. You didn't have to actually... Um, lace them. Did you have a pair of those, Chidge? No. Do you remember? I had trainers, no. mate. I'm not yeah. as old as you think I am. No, you're not. Absolutely. Sorry. I do apologise. Did you have those? That, no, Martin's a bit foolish asking no. you. No, I'm we had Sambas. That. Yeah, you did, yeah. A few minutes after nine, Gary, Zach and the marketing crew and a decent showing from the Chelsea Foundation all showed up and hung out with the 20 or so fans that were there. Bloody brilliant. Don't want to blow my own trumpet. I'm a pretty decent runner. Well, you know, I expect so, yeah. So he got to chat with Gary most of the way. Top guy doing his badges, loves the club. He had some choice words for Sarri. I was not probably all hated him. I hope he stays around the club longer and not just as a legend. The Brighton game was a cracker. It was very interesting to watch Poch's first two games and see how the team was taking shape. I agree. All of those things in pre-season were fascinating to watch. We're just not seeing them applied at the moment on the pitch in the Premier League. But anyway, um, personally, my key takeaways were that we have a plan. Yes, we have players who already look fit and some of the kids are incredible. Cassaday, Santos, Humphreys, Gusto, Matson all caught the eye. Well, Cassaday's on loan. What's happened to Santos? Is he still just in reserve? He's still around. So Humphreys was on the bench at the weekend. Uh, Gusto played and Matson was on the bench. All caught the eye. And Nkunku, Jackson and Mudrick looked totally the real deal. Nkunku, of course, absolutely did. He got injured. Jackson still does. Mudrick's looking peculiar. Uh, there is fun in the air. I agree. I agree. Let's try and avoid these first two games. We weren't bad against Liverpool. But anyway, uh, the other thing I will say is the Chelsea fan clubs around the States are brilliant. We live in a pretty quiet state with no big cities. But the energy that the Raleigh-Durham Blues and the Philly Blues have is incredible. Was it Raleigh-Durham? We'd say Raleigh in England, but is it is it pronounced Raleigh? It's pronounced Raleigh. It is in America, yeah. They're so welcoming and helpful. It's really not something I'd thought about before. Our support in the US runs very deep. And as an added bonus, we woke up to two-minute fan bites after each game. Oh, Stephen, I love you, mate. I love you, mate. Um, it's minutes until the West Ham game. Uh, so I'll send this now. More to come next week because I want to discuss the summer transfer business, especially the outgoings and our excitement for an upcoming game. Cheers and up the chills. Now, he's written here, ah, I think missing the point here, Stephen. We don't go, ah, when we say up the chills. We go, we either go, come on, you blues, or come on, you die. We, we, we go up the chills. Exactly. Oh, I see. I suppose I suppose you're right. He's right, yeah. isn't he? But the arg I always think is somebody falling over a cliff. Yeah. Up the Chelsea. Oh, God! Well, maybe that would be more appropriate, wouldn't it, really? <laughs> but, over the edge. Up the Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> Into the abyss. Into the abyss, yeah. yeah. Uh, cracking email. Um, now, I, Stephen, I yeah, Brilliant, brilliant yeah. email. Fantastic. Cracking email. Fantastic. Brilliant. Stephen, and also a lovely, lovely insight to what's going on in the States. Well, Love it. yeah. I mean, I, first of all, Stephen, thank you. And secondly, I owe you an apology. 
and I owe you a reply to your message you sent me on Patreon. Um, now, as I recall it, because I don't look at Patreon as much as I should, I have a feeling, Martin, JK, that Stephen is coming over for a game. Okay, I have a feeling it might be the Forest game, which is rather disastrous because I'm not at the Forest game. So I ain't going to be able to meet Stephen, which I would very, very much like to do. Well, I'll make a point of meeting. I will. I will. I will. I will message Stephen and I will make a break point. the bad news to him. But uh, um, yeah, I'm so sorry, Matt. I'd love to see you, but I can't. I've, I'm committed to doing something with Mrs. Chidge on Saturday the second. Um, but I will make sure you meet everybody else. They're much, they're much more fun and interesting than me, anyway. To be honest. Um, as for the U.S. tour, I mean, it does sound. I mean. It's an interesting thing, isn't it, Martin? I mean, I, 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 you know, there's a part of me that looks, looks. I mean, I, you know, I think preseason matches are an absolute load of shit, really, because they, they're not, they're not competitive matches, and la 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 la. But that having been said, I do look on these U.S. tours in a rather green-eyed manner because what you get is all these fans getting together who don't get the chance to see each other much. I mean, it's like a troubadour gig, but for like weeks. And with the club actually actively making an effort and providing them with great things, which we would we would never get that here. So I get green-eyed about it because we would never have that replicated here. I mean, we get to see the games, which is kind of pretty cool. But, you know, we never get that access or these kind of events laid on. So I look I look at it a little bit green-eyed. Um, and, and, and I have to say, it, I mean, I went I went to, uh, um, you know, I went to the U.S. tour in 2009. And I had an absolutely brilliant time in a pub in Pasadena, Lucky Baldwin's, there you go, uh, beforehand. So I, I got a sense of what Stephen's talking about. And they are they are actually great fun. It's a, there's a really good vibe because these people, you know, you know how much fun it was when we all got together in the Troubadour for our summer do because we hadn't seen each other for a mere four or five weeks. These guys don't see each other at all and then they get together. I mean, it, honestly, the vibe is, is cracking. It really is, and 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 I yeah, a bit green-eyed about it actually. It's much difficult not to. Re- I was trying not to be too sarcastic about it, saying it sounds lovely. Maybe they should try doing similar events and access for fans in this country, but that's never going to well, happen. They won't do it because their answer no. will be, uh, "But you get to do it every fortnight." Yeah, well, we do, but we get no we fucking the, we get no fucking that, love from you lot. We see we see them in a stadium, which is fine, but. The other of the, the peripheral events, yeah. The the players are very much at arm's length. Other, you know, Cobham's a closed, a closed area. You're not allowed in it unless yeah. you're specifically invited. Stalag Luft Four, as it's often they, known. they don't, you know, unless you're representing a charity or or a you know, brand more like. Or well, yeah, that too. You're not allowed in. Yeah. So yeah, we don't. There's no open training days here. So it's interesting, isn't it? Because what we're really saying is that there's no proper. I mean, this is how the club would describe it, fan engagement. I mean, I know they do a lot with the kids and stuff, but there's no real fan engagement with with adult supporters in this country. And yet on the tours, it's all about the the, the fan engagement, isn't it? They throw throw the gates open completely. One wonders why they can't make even half of that effort in the country where the club is based anyway yeah. something for another time i guess Stephen, i i get your excitement about it and i and i i think it's fantastic i mean everybody who i know on the discord group loved it and and said it's brilliant and well done the london is blue boys because they 
they absolutely rinsed it for whatever it was shit worth. Shit beer, though. Yeah, well, you know, it's America, isn't it? America. But yeah, I mean, London, London's Blue did a brilliant job. They were doing lots of great... I mean, again, we don't get the chance to do that, mind you. I, I don't think I could take, like, three weeks off my rather serious job to go and do that. But uh, if you can, fair play, well done. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I, I would love to have gone, actually. I mean, again, time and money, blah, blah, blah. But I had a great time when I went in 2009, and I, I would love to do it again because the atmosphere is just brilliant. And, of course, the other thing is, you know, because we're from over the pond, if you make the effort to go over there, you get nothing but love from the Yanks. And the Yanks, Martin, over there are amongst the most hospitable people you will find on the planet you will get love like you've never heard had it before, and beer and food pour down your throat. People will be offering sleep at my place, man. You know it is. Honestly, it, we should do it one year. We should just like collectively all go out there and have a fucking hoolie for three weeks. It'd be brilliant because we know so many Americans now because of this show. It'd be, we'd, we'd, okay, I'm going to tell you this very quick anecdote. Right, remember Cheltel? Yes. Yes. Cheltel did his own tour of the states. He just decided that he was going to travel around America for about two months. And I said, oh, tell, look, you must look up so-and-so from San Francisco. Oh, you must look up so-and-so from uh, San Antonio, blah, 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 blah. And he said, mate, do you know everybody in the States who listens to Do they all listen to the fan cast? I said, no, tell, but we know a few people. And if, if you go and track them down, they will buy you beer and look after you. He said, anyway, when he came back, he said, you won't believe what happened. I'm in Washington and uh, I see this bloke. There was nobody I knew in Washington, by the way. And he said, I saw this bloke wearing a Chelsea shirt. And I went over to him and said, hello, mate. Um, good to see you wearing a Chelsea shirt. And the bloke turned around and said, fucking hell, it's Cheltel. <laughs> I mean, how random is that? I mean, the punchline to that is if it was Joe Biden or someone it was like actually, that. It was actually Joe Biden. Yeah. No, but I mean, I said to tell, tell, you know, a lot of people listen to us in the States and uh, he, he couldn't believe it. I think he came back thinking that everybody in America who supports Chelsea listens to the Chelsea Fagas, but there you go. Well, you know, we, we, we are meant to be playing this inaugural extended FIFA Club World Cup in 2025, which I believe has been held in the US as a precursor to the uh, World Cup. So that'd be competitive. Well, somewhat depends. Well, it, it might be now because the Saudi teams will have every star player going. So, well, I, I, I'm honestly, I would honestly, and, and we're in there by virtue of our achievements pre Bowley's takeover. So, yeah. Well, I honestly, it's America's a great country and it's very hospitable. We know loads yeah, of people I there. Think, we, we would um, have a. Gr- I tell you, we would have a great time if we went off and did it. We would have a great time out there. I think we should. We should crowdfund it. That bit get cheeky. Spon- get 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 a sponsor. Get a sponsor. Yeah, yeah. Get a sponsor. You know, I don't know. Uh, right. Manscape, just so J.K. can talk about shaving balls and things like that on those weird ads they yes. do. <laughs> J.K. Was, yeah. Well, anyway, I'd like to recommend for you now. Uh, you could go and uh, get Manscape, which uh, you can shave your naughty bits. I mean, I would do it, but uh, it's all a bit grey and thin down there these days. An but... Impression of me, Jim. Yes. Martin <laughs> laughed. Martin thought it was quite good. I think. I didn't realize it was the impression. I just thought it was an ad lib version of a, a version of one of their ads. You should listen to that that Chelsea podcast. They used to have to read out the script. It was I did a podcast with Nick, and it was hilarious. Anyway, we're going to have a quick break. Then we got another five emails to read out. So hang on. <laughs> Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Cheech. JK. 
In all the years you've been following Chelsea, you hardly ever miss a match, home or away. But how would you feel if you couldn't be there and it's not on TV? Oh, Chich, I'd be bereft, inconsolable. The thought of missing my beloved Blue Boys live. <laughs> it's all too much. <laughs> I know, JK, I know. It's all a bit too much, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> well, panic not. NordVPN have come to the rescue. They have? Yep. NordVPN allows us to watch any match, even if it's not on live TV here. They do? Yeah, they do. With just one click, they switch your virtual location to a country which is showing the match, and they act as your cyber bodyguard whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like card details and passwords. Oh, wow. Great. Uh, but yeah, I bet that'll cost me a fortune. Actually, JK, it's only the price of a cup of coffee per month, and you can use your account across six devices. It's a bargain, JK. And best of all, no more tears for you. Oh, thank you. Thank you, NordVPN. I'm so happy. I could cry. <laughs> Where do I sign up, Jidge? Well, to get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Chelsea Fancast. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, and you'll help support the Chelsea Fancast. The link is in the podcast episode description box. Real fans, real opinions. I'm Jason Cundy, and you're listening to Chidge and the boys on the Chelsea Football Fancast. Total nutters and proper chels. Welcome back to the Chelsea Fancast, the lovely little uh, special uh, in off the post edition where we get loads of fantastic emails from you lot, the listeners, and uh, JK and myself love reading them out. And tonight, uh, as well as the wonderful JK and me, Stanford Chidge, we have the absolutely even more wonderful Martin Wickham. Yeah, ha- happy to be here. Yeah, well, it's lovely to have some company on this little element of the fancast, isn't it, JK? Yeah, because normally it's just you and me and we're so bored. Yeah, we hate each other as well, so the, the vibe's not as good, is it? No. Yeah. If I think it adds to it, the fact we don't. Oh, yeah, maybe. It. It's like hinge and bracket, really, isn't it? So I'm, I'm like a marriage counsellor. You are, really. <laughs> you are, really. We're more, we're more binge and hack it, aren't we? Binge and hack it. I like that. Very, very good. Very good. Droll. So, you're up first. Oh, no, I'm up first. You read that one out the last one, out, didn't you? So it's me. Right, Jeremy Grenert. Chidge and JK, thanks as always for your insights and dedication to the club. Uh, I'm always happy to tune in, but I have to rant. Oh dear. What the hell happened against West Ham? We went from a crisp, free-flowing squad in the first half and turned into the same old Chelsea in the second. We still dominate possession but cannot finish. Silly, lazy lapses lead to goals against. Absolutely nobody with a killer instinct in the final third. Dizazi is poor in discipline and lazy. And perhaps it is me. But are we not terribly undersized? We have zero presence in the air. All of our players have the same makeup, medium-sized build. They can play numerous positions, but are a master of none except silver. With one billion, one billion pounds, 
Uh, this is why we need to do a YouTube version. Uh, spent on it, a. Stu had his finger in his mouth, everybody. By the one way. billion pounds. Anyway, uh, spent on a squad. Uh, one would hope the obvious gaps would be filled. With the long-term contracts of the new players, I'm scared for the future. These guys are not good. And for goodness sake, never let Enzo take a spot kick again. Besides that, everything is fine. Jeremy Grenat, uh, Petaluma, California. Well, I think you wrote that about one minute after the final whistle, Jeremy. And I felt exactly like you did. But I think with a bit of cold reflection, things are maybe not quite as bad as they seemed to be fair, JK. Uh, yes, I think we've all agreed with that, haven't we? We've all felt we were we were bitterly disappointed by another yeah. Hammers loss going to the London Stadium and being uh, abused rotten by the supporters, which is always what happens with the, the smug, um, we've got you again attitude that they have. But ultimately, um, uh, and I was uh, yeah just bitterly disappointed because we didn't play very well. We played dreadfully in the second half, but on reflection... It makes sense that there will be this slight chaos because it's it's an evolution, and you know the the positives are that we've got rid of everybody from the last um, fiasco, and, and now uh, we move. Now we move on. But also, I'd also point out that the size thing he mentions is probably exaggerated by the fact that the West Ham players, with the possible exception of Ward Prowse, are all fucking massive. So it's the land um, of the giants, isn't it? They are. Yeah. Well, they were going to sign at one point like Maguire and McTominay, and they're all like over six foot, and it's yeah, just a lot, a lot of beat, lots of big bastards. So yeah, probably exaggerated the differentials a little bit. It's like one into the blind beggar in the Mile End Road circa 1966. Not a very welcoming place. Uh, anyway, um, by the and way... And now it's a tourist spot. And now it's a tourist spot, yeah. yeah. Uh, Rob Coombe on Mixler says, Petaluma is a lovely place. So you're a lucky boy, Jeremy. One day I hope to find it and see you free. If it's, if it's I, I, my, my fantasy about Petaluma, because I have no idea where it is, I'm hoping it's in the Napa Valley. All right? That's all I'm saying. Then I can have a nice bottle of red with you. JK, Stephen Mennery. It's a song. It's a song. To the tune of Deo by Harry Flock. Deo! Harry, excuse me, I know, I know. Thank you. Couldn't, thank I couldn't you. resist. Thank you. Uh, I almost Deo. said by Harry Felabonte, which of course, <laughs> not who he was at all. And so it's, Gazzero, Gazzero. Can you actually see the... the the, the shed or somebody doing this you know i mean come on i love it i love the idea Stephen. but come on as if you know i mean they'll go it should be Castello, Castello. oh um, uh, rejected the scouts so he could come home um then uh when he uh when he starts to score goals score goals uh, is that right then he goes home one, one goal two goal three goal more rejected the scouts so he could come home that's it that's it isn't it i mean it's it though if it was in the ship it would be it would be hang on what's the tune they like most of all martin fuck knows i've realized i've realized how old i am when i listen to these songs they don't make any fucking sense and i don't know the tune now it'll be Caicedo, whoa, Caicedo, whoa, rejected the scale so he could come home. No. Caicedo, Caicedo. Can we just wait until he's actually done something worth singing about? Well, do you know what? 
Where did we? Have, who was the other song about? We had another song earlier on, didn't we? I can't even remember it. I say no. No, no. We there had was... a we had another one earlier on, didn't we? Who was that from? I'm whizzing up. It oh, was... the first. The yeah, first. It was yeah. Moises. Yeah. Moises. Moises. Yeah. Well, that's it. Two songs for Kai Sado. And I was thinking this when I, I I was putting the emails into the into the script. I was thinking, hang on a minute. He's he's played half an hour and was pretty pony. Normally we have to kind of like a player and and actually think, yeah, you're rather good before he gets a song. Am I right? Petrček yeah. never got one, did he? Till the till the very end. Yeah, I'd also point out that both songs seem to revolve around get one upsmanship over Liverpool. Why the fuck are we singing about Liverpool? Yeah, I don't quite. care. Just and it's also just this slightly weird obsession with the transfer market, which I find slightly distasteful. Yes. Um, by the way, Czech did have a song. It was just not widely taken up, and I think it was Waltz who came up with it. it was Czech has got his hat on, hip 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 hooray. Czech has got his hat on, and he's coming out to play. No, no I liked it. Yeah, lovely, but that never happened, did it? No, it, it was, well, it was a song. Yeah, but it was a song that somebody made up. Whoa, 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 whoa. Waltz made the Williams song. He did the Williams song. He made that well, up. Yeah, well, great, great, good for him, but that was somebody else's song. He just put some different words to No, Waltz is the originator of the Williams song. I can confirm that because I was there when he started it in Prague before the Super Cup. Yeah, but the tune itself it would been used by other teams beforehand for other players. Well, I think that's a fairly popular tune, isn't it? That one. Yeah, but it had oh, yeah. yeah, but the lyric it was obviously original because it was all about William. Yeah. But the actual Mild Man's a Dustman song had been used by other by other teams before yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry, I don't mean to be. I'm not. You just brought us right I'm down, mate. I know, it, it, just, it was to the tune of Tom Hawk. It wasn't yeah, Mild, Mild Man's a Dustman either. No. What are we talking about, William? Yeah. Yeah, that's Tom Hart. I'm thinking about Fabregas. Fabregas. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Let's uh, start again. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Let's get move move swiftly onto something else. Yes, mine uh, next. George uh, Spencer. <laughs> oh, by the way, Stephen, I think that I'm got finished, a thumbs Stephen, down. I finished Stephen's. Stephen's. Well, um, you just eviscerated it. So and uh, then we qualify for the Champions League. The the floodlights are on, and we want to go. The floodlights are on and we want to go. Jonathan's brain is about to explode. I, 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 th- I think if we were singing that at Stanford Bridge, judging by the look of us, we may get arrested. Yeah. Six, so, yeah. so I think we need to swerve that they'll one. Probably especially say, especially if we put patois on it for Christ's sake. They'd so. probably say you're being racist, innit? it? And you'll be that taken is, away. Yeah. Not, yeah. I prefer the um, the previous Moises. 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 Yeah. Moises. Moises. I'd prefer it if we wait a bit and then he gets the song. Uh, I'm with Martin on this. Right. The love... Sorry, sorry, Stephen. I know, but Stephen's made an effort. I know. You know but Stephen, good effort. Good, good, effort, effort, effort. Mate. good effort. Good effort. I'm sorry that I've been, you know, and I presume that William was, was the Tom. We didn't and, and, and actually, Craig Jenkins, the lovely Craig Jenkins has just said, and this is a very good point, all the tunes are just recycled. This is a gripe I have about our songs. There's no fucking originality anymore. It's just, It's just like... Have have one song about one player and just change the lyrics and we have a new player. Do better, mm. people. Do better. Mm. Well, Axel Dizassi to the tune of Into the Valley, surely. Axel Dizassi. We need some more lyrics, though, Martin. That's the bit that fucks it. I know. Yes. Uh, 
we can work on that. Anyway, right. It would Maybe not. Your one got played, got sung at the weekend. That Do you know never, what? I never want to hear that song again. Well, Even... They put an E on the an accent I know. on the end. Badia Shile. I know. Lamborghini. Lamborghini. Yeah. I don't want to hear it purely because he's got Todd Bowley's name in it. Yeah, I know. Sasha knew the words for that. I'm impressed. He's, he knows the words to all the songs. He was singing his heart out yesterday. I was, I was I'm proud. Proud. He looks good for a six, 17 year old, doesn't he? He looks about 30. No, he doesn't look about 30. He's a lovely, lovely lad. He's an absolute I wasn't, I wasn't sweetheart. I criticising him. He no, can no. be 30 and be lovely. He's 17, mate. I know, but he looks... He's a big, strapping boy. I know, mate. It's, 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 yeah. He looks a bit like Clark Kent, doesn't yeah. he? They're bigger than you and me these days, mate. We're like, you know, we're like living in the land of the giants, really. Aren't we? It's like it's like West Ham wherever we go, isn't it? Yeah, that's true, that's true. Yeah. Okay. I know. Well, well, that's what happens when you get old. I am too, mate. Um, right. Okay. The in off the post show would not be the in off the post show without an email from the lovely George Spencer. Before we start this, George, I have to say, I this is going to sound terrible. I would have, I would have come down to watch the citizens, you citizens, play on Saturday, but I was in the allotment, toiling in the soil all day, and I didn't get away in time. So I'm very sorry. Anyway, dear Chigi. JK and guest. That would be Martin Wickham to you, George. Uh, this weekend has been nothing short of a disaster. It all looked so good on Friday when it was announced that Romeo Lavia had chosen us over Liverpool, potentially causing John Aldrich to look like a bit part character from the 1973 film Emperor of the North, in particular one who gets violently killed by the train conductor played by Ernest Borgnine. Five minutes in, for trying to ride his train for free. But then the weekend started, and in an omni-shambles of a clusterfuck, Winchester City were beaten 6-0 at home by AFC Totten of all teams. Totten's a horrible place as well. Then Sunday saw the Lionesses lose the Women's World Cup final before this afternoon's display rounded off the unholy trinity. It all looked so good when Carney equalised midway through the first half and we could have been three or four goals ahead by half-time. But then Enzo missed the penalty and in the second half we paid the price, failing completely to take advantage of the red card. Here's hoping that by the time this is read out, Winchester City have been given a home tie in the FA Cup and the Nuns Road NIMBY WhatsApp group have been well and truly drowned out. Comments are currently 95-10 to 10 in favour. Maybe I'll see Chigi at the Salisbury game a week in mo- on Monday. Uh, what day is that, George? So it would be Monday. No, no, because he wrote this yesterday, a week on Monday. So it's the bank holiday. It's the bank holiday Monday. No, it isn't because that that's no, 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 no. A week no, on no, Monday. No, no, no. It'll be the. Oh, maybe it will be. Yeah, the twenty eighth. Thank you. Yeah, sorry. You might you might do George if I'm allowed out to play. Um, I believe Winchester City play Hayes and Yedding on Saturday as well. This Saturday coming up? Yeah, 26th. A home or away? It's away. Bobby Bob Bob's patch? Yes. Mate, we could go and take Bobby the Hayes Bobby Bob Bob. European Bob. Bobby Rob Bob. Haynes, the lovely, the legend that yeah. is Rob Haynes, mate. I think I think Show Cliff some fucking respect. Few... Show some respect, <laughs> goddammit. Rob Haynes we're Bobby. talking about. Bobby Bob Bob. It used to be called Bobby Bob Bob on Twitter, and I've always remembered it. Well, UX Soul Patrol. UX Soul Patrol. UBX Soul Patrol. I'm sure it was UBX Soul Patrol. No, it was UX, as in it... Oxbridge. All right, okay. Um, yeah, he's yeah. we could go and take uh, 
Bobby Bob Bob's end, couldn't we? I think we'd probably have a bit of trouble doing that. But yeah, it might be a bit tricky. Yeah, I think I might get slammed. But, Bobby uh, Bob Bob. Anyway, so yeah. Uh, oh shit! I'm really tempted by that. Is it this Saturday? Yeah, I think so. I've got I'm in London. Episodes. I'm in London. I'm not going to get away with it, mate. Because it's, it's the missus's <laughs> birthday on Thursday, and I'm doing a podcast. Uh, it's her Friday night kind of birthday beginning weekend. I'm going to see Chelsea play Luton. If I go and watch Hayes and Yedding get hammered by Winchester City, uh, and, and remember, it's our 30th wedding anniversary coming up. I don't think I'll make it. It'll be like 29 and 0 or out. Even I don't know. Tempting though, George. One day it will happen, mate. I'm useless. We've got I've, we've got to meet up for a beer and go and watch New Seasons. I'd love that. Anyway, enough of me prattling on. We've got an email to read, J.K. Isn't it you, darling? No, Hello. darling, it's you. Email number right. nine, J.K. Daniel Cabral. Um, like Ron Burgundy said, boy, that escalated quickly. Uh, a game we could or should have been up 2-1. I know you'll cover the game with opinions I'll agree with. I hope so. I hope so, Daniel. The only question I have, why is Enzo taking our penalties? I think because he grabbed the ball, yeah. didn't he, from yeah. uh, from um, Nico. The minute I watched him set up, I knew two things. One, he's getting blocked. Two, he's going to miss. Isn't that the same thing? Um, he's getting blocked. Does that mean he's, he's, I don't know. he's up for it? Martin? Block. Not sure. Okay. He's getting, blocked. he's getting blocked. Did you mean blocked, Daniel? Did you mean... Well, no, blocked is that's a bit American football, isn't it? <laughs> Anyway, we no wouldn't idea. be blocked for a penalty. No, yeah, yeah. Just just... Retake it. By the way, did you realise that Suchek had run into the penalty area and nothing was yeah. done about it? Yeah. yeah. Someone yeah. said that on Twitter, but I hadn't been paying much attention. Looked a bit, a bit close. Of Looked a bit yeah. close. Um, number me. two, he's going to miss. His approach was awful. I know he, he, he was, it was dreadful. He wandered up to it and you just knew he was going to hit it left. You know, I was just bollocks. I was surprised Sterling didn't take it or even Chilwell or even, uh, even Jackson himself. Um, is Reese our full-time penalty taker? No, I don't think so. Who ah, like ah Daniel's team? listening live. Ah, this is this is this is how it should work. I love this. This is perfect. Daniel says getting saved. Getting what? He's getting block equals getting saved. So he thought that either the keeper was going to save it or Enzo was going to miss it, which are slightly different things. Yes, 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 yes. Thanks, Daniel. Yes. Thank you, thank you. Right. Anyway, yes. Um. Uh, who would you like to see take our pens? Anybody who can score regularly. Well, no, you. but it's it's a really good point. I mean, I actually thought that when we got the penalty awarded on Sunday, I thought, oh, okay, who's going to take it? Because you think they think they'd be practicing for goodness. Yeah, but who's who 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 do you think the penalty taker should be? I mean, who who have we got? If he scored, it would have been him, wouldn't it? Hang on, sorry, Martin and Kunku. But he's injured, mate. Yes, but that would be he would probably be first choice if fit. Okay. Reese James seems to recall he did pretty well in some like League Cup penalty shootouts, taking the deciding penalties once or twice and doing yeah. quite well. So although this would be a lot higher stakes, I would you know back him to have the technique to do it do it too. And he's got a horse uh, kick. That too. I don't. And Sterling, he's injured. Also, yeah, also true. I mean, I don't recall Sterling ever. Taking penalties, mm. I've, I've probably got that completely wrong, but I'm sure he must have taken some in a penalty shootout at some stage. I bet, Chile, I I bet Chile takes a penalty. Yeah, well, I mean, I reckon they all can in training because the pressures are completely different. Yeah, but it does beg a question, doesn't it? it does, I mean, I, I mean, look, frankly, I think, and the point that J.K. made earlier, and I wholeheartedly agree with, you know, you want your number nine to take your penalties. 
you know it's an yeah. e- it's an easy win for a striker uh you know so uh so there you go very weird well obviously time will tell daniel daniel lovely to hear from you lovely to see you're in mixler as well so there you go right last uh, one what well, no, have we heard have we heard <laughs> pat nevin do his usual it's okay enzo it's not the worst penalty Chelsea fans it's, ever seen yet. Yeah, it's still not the worst penalty. I can't do a Pat Nevin. It's too complicated. No. It's still the. It's not the worst penalty ever taken by a Chelsea player. Now that belongs to Pat. What? What? I don't know. I don't know either. I say, oh, I'm doing well. Pat's got a lovely accent. It's just, it's just, I can't do it. But he Scots. I was, I wasn't being Pat. What were you doing? You sounded like an extra from Still Game. No. That's not Pat. No. I'm telling you. No, it's not Pat. No, I, I didn't have said it wasn't Pat. I was no. just being some random, you know, pissed mm. Scot. It's not you. <laughs> Rapsy Nesbit? Yeah. Okay. I, I, did a, I did a couple of those episodes of that. Well, talking of Rapsy Nes- Nesbit, the last email of the week is from Rob Delcini. It's close, but no cigar. Good evening, Chidge. Hello, Rob. Good evening, kiddo. You know... Good evening, guest. Good evening. It's Martin, Rob, Martin. But you wouldn't have known that, to be fair. Uh, right, well, that was shit from start to finish. Uh, that's that's very unkind of you to say that about the podcast. Oh, you're not talking about the podcast, right. Uh, it's a harsh reality of how bad you've played that Sterling was our best player and the one that gave us the most attacking threat. Yeah, well, that's, I suppose that's quite a good point. Uh, we scored a great goal, which must have been outside the plan as the next moment he got injured, which will teach him to show promise. Good one, Rob. Anyway, in summary, we looked like a bunch of players who met that morning in the park and decided to have a kickabout. Um, hold on. Hmm. We are a bunch of players who met in a field last week in Cobham and decided to have a kickabout. It can't get any worse, can it? Look forward to the therapy session when the pod comes out and a certain three points against Luton. Maybe. Up the Chelsea, Bobby D. I don't think it was as bad as 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 you as you're making it out, Rob. I've said it all all evening that I don't think it was quite as bad, really. I mean, was it really as bad? To way of thinking, haven't we, Chidge? We've come round to it slowly but surely. Yeah. I mean, uh, if you'd asked me that five minutes after the game, I'd have probably been thinking along those lines, but a bit calmer. Now. Just one question about Chuck Wameka. Did he play for England in one of the summer underage tournaments? Could anyone recall that? No, but Mudweki did. I thought Chuck Wameka got called up. Did he? I think he was. Well, he... No, the, no, the club didn't allow him to go, did they? They wanted him. Yeah, no, the... they they allowed him to go later. All right. I think. But either way, if he has participated, then he's not really had a summer off, and then he's gone back in the training and done the full preseason, and then knacked his knee. I think we're reaching a reckoning with the overload of players, personally. Yeah, interesting point. Uh, Chelsea Paul. Uh, the lovely Chelsea Paul says, JK sounds like he's very, very drunk. No, that was just a Scotsman impression, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 Uh, JK doesn't drink at all, apart from the occasional I sherry. Paul also says, yes, the under-20s World Cup. So you're right, Martin. Okay, thank you. There you go. Right, good. good, Paul. Well done. Well, there we go. What a lovely, a lovely bunch of emails. You've done us proud on our, it's our first in, in off the post of the season. Now, um, that's what we've got time for tonight. JK and I will be back on Thursday with uh, Clayton, I believe, for the preview show, uh, looking ahead to the Luton Town uh, match, which is at home on a Friday night. So, yeah, preview show's Thursday. Thursday, not Friday, because we're playing on Friday. It's Thursday. 
Uh, I have mentioned Patreon a couple of times tonight. A uh, very, very quick shout out for us. It helps us uh, to continue and do what we do. And uh, um, it's easy to do. Just donate a bit of money every month if you want. Um, I mean, I don't really do premium content and stuff like that. So, you know, it's a bit of a grift, really. Um, but if you love what we do, uh, it's always I- accepted with glee and delight and love. Uh, I have, there's no pressure. I really, honestly, if you want to do it, it's great. I love you. If you don't want to do it, it's okay. I still love you. What you what will happen, though, if you do, is you will be able to join our Discord group, which is great fun. It's like Mixler 24-7 with some fantastic, level-headed, very funny and lovable people in there, many of whom populate uh, the Mixler chat room when we do our show. So you're being very good company. And if you want a Kerry Dixon banner, I can get you one of those sent in the post. So there you go. Uh, and if you want to send us emails, and you know, we, if you send us enough, we do a, a special in-off-the-post show then send them to chelseafancast at gmail.com. And, of course, you can follow the show on all the socials at Chelsea Fancast. Me at Stanford Chid, Jonathan at Jonathan Kidd, and Martin at Martin underscore Wickham. Um, Martin, it's been a delight uh, for uh, you know to have you join us for an in-off-the-post show. Have you done one before? No. Nice. First one. And? Yeah, very enjoyable. Yeah. Um, Pressure's off, isn't it? it says yeah, you can they, they, all t- they all do the content for us. It's great. <laughs> Uh, we and we snipe at it we do. <laughs> occasionally. You got it in one. It's I I love doing them. It's great fun. It's been a real delight having you on board actually as well. No, for thanks this. for it having really me. Has. Yeah. Well, you can do one with Martin if you want, and I'll just. You oh, know. but no, no, come on! People tune in so they can hear the pre the premium voiceover artist of his generation well, reading their email. They they're upset when I read them. I forgot I read them out. Yeah, Sorry. dude. They they they. I can I can hear the disappointment in their voice or whatever when in their vibe when it's oh it's chidge reading it i wrote it in because i wanted jk to read out it's like fucking sunday at the match right everybody's coming up to i'm with jk martin and they're all coming up to by completely ignoring me straight up to jk oh i love your fan boy i love your fan man you're so good yeah i had had that at molyneux when i walked past and saw him and the two people past me and went straight to him i know i said i said oi oi what about me what about me you know, it's all fucking JK's fan bite. I made him and I'll break him. It was, it's true, it's true. I'm, it was yeah. funny. I, I mean, I was only joking, obviously, but it was I've very funny. Slowly, slowly but surely. I've been working on it for years. You're, you're a tough nut to crack, mate. You know, <laughs> fucking hell, mate. You've got, you've got resilience. I'll give you that. JK, absolutely fucking brilliant having you. Uh, off. I, I love doing our end off the post shows. The first one of the season has been great. Yeah, I think it's been more amusing than the uh, than trying to analyse the West Ham game. Actually, uh, I've forgotten that already. Actually, which is uh, probably a good thing. Uh, but there you go. Right, Martin and Jonathan, you've been brilliant. I've really enjoyed it tonight. Uh, lovely comments from the uh, the wonderful people in Mixler. Uh, we'll see you again on Thursday. Thank you for listening. See you soon. Until then, keep it blue and keep it carefree and keep it chels up the chels. Oh, up the chels. Oh. I'm not going on. I'm going, yeah, Jonathan. Oh, yeah. Lovely. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.